This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Stroh. President Joe Biden says that the U.S. will begin airdropping humanitarian assistance into Gaza. In the coming days, we're going to join with our friends in Jordan and others in providing airdrops of, of uh, additional food and supplies. The president announced the long-considered move on Friday after at least 115 Palestinians were killed and more than 750 others were injured, according to Gaza's Hamas-run health ministry. On Thursday, when witnesses said nearby Israeli troops opened fire as huge crowds raced to pull goods off an aid convoy, Israel said many of the dead were trampled in a stampede linked to the chaos and that its troops fired at some in the crowd who believed they, they'd moved toward them in a threatening way. Biden made the announcement while hosting Italian Prime Minister Georgia Maloney at the White House. Russians who currently live in Tbilisi honored the memory of Alexei Navalny, who was buried Friday by visiting a memorial in the Georgian capital. VOA's Rick Pantaleo tells us more. Russians now living in the Georgian capital of Tbilisi revered the memory of Alexei Navalny, who was buried Friday by visiting a memorial organized near a building that used to hold the Russian embassy. This is Anastasia, a resident of Tbilisi. Emotions are heavy, of course. It is a grief. We buried Alexei. I hope he finds peace. I want to believe and hope that the work of Alexei will be continued not so much by his associates and his wife, but by the people who believe that Russia will be free and happy. Navalny died in an Arctic prison on February 16th, sparking accusations from his supporters that he had been murdered. The Kremlin has denied any state involvement in his death. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. For pictures, videos, stories, and more, follow The Voice of America on X, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And for additional stories, 24 hours a day, visit our website, voanews.com. This is VOA News. Congress approved a short-term extension to avoid a shutdown, buying more time for a final spending agreement. AP correspondent Norman Hall reports. Congress has passed another short-term spending measure that would keep one set of federal agencies operating through March 8th and another set through March 22nd. The extension averts a shutdown for parts of the federal government that would otherwise have kicked in at 12.01 a.m. Saturday. The bill now goes to President Joe Biden to be signed into law. The short-term extension is the fourth in recent months. Lawmakers are voicing increased optimism that it'll be the last before Congress approves two separate spending packages totaling more than $1.6 trillion for the full fiscal year. Norman Hall, Washington. The United Nations Human Rights Chief Volker Turk on Friday said that the apparent deliberate denial of safe access for humanitarian agencies within war-torn Sudan could amount to a war crime. I call again on the warring parties to meet their legal obligations by opening humanitarian corridors without delay before more lives are lost. Sudan's paramilitary rapid support forces has been fighting Sudan's army for control of the country since April 2023 in a war that has killed thousands, displaced millions of people inside and outside the country, and sparked war warnings of famine. Millions of people in Sudan's Darfur region are, are at risk of dying of hunger after a decision by the Sudanese government to prohibit aid deliveries through Chad, an advocacy group for internally displaced people said on Tuesday. The order effectively shuts down a crucial route for supplies to Darfur, which is controlled by RSF. A New York man has been sentenced to 25 years to life for killing a woman who wound up in his driveway after a wrong turn. AP correspondent Shelley Adler reports. 
Kevin Monaghan was convicted in January of killing Kaylin Gillis last April. The 20-year-old woman was riding in a caravan of two cars and a motorcycle that pulled into Monaghan's long, winding driveway by mistake in Washington County in northeastern New York while her friends were looking for another person's house. Prosecutors argued that Monaghan was motivated by irrational rage toward trespassers. He said the gun went off by accident and he thought his home was under siege by intruders. I'm Shelley Adler. Irish President Michael Higgins is expected to spend the weekend in the hospital as a precaution after he felt ill. Higgins' office said Friday that he was admitted to St. James Hospital after feeling unwell on Thursday. He underwent tests and was to remain in the hospital to monitor his blood pressure. The president thanked the public for, an out for outpouring of messages wishing him well. He was expected to return to his office residence early next week. Higgins, a poet, writer, academic, and human rights advocate, has been president since 2011. You'll find expanded coverage of world news and events at our website, voanews.com. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News.